1: 630 chad inside sports with reed wilkins weekdays at six on 630 chad
0: well the jays and orioles are now tied at three after the jays hit a solo shot or the uh, orioles hit a solo shot that is to tie the game up at three so that continuing in uh, buffalo Salem field the jays are red hot at Salem field by the way (laughs) they uh lead the MLB in hits and runs since playing their home games at Salem field. They might not that's... want to leave. No, <laughs> well, that's uh, that's quite the hitter's park for sure. Yeah, so, it is. <laughs> well, they've made it, they've made it quite comfortable for the home team, even though it's not up to MLB specs, but uh, you know what? Uh, it's 2020 folks. So you just make the best of it. If you're an outside casual
1: observer of major league baseball, much like I am and that stuff, you can barely tell the differences between no. it and you're watching this and it's like oh okay this is just some you
0: know outdoor ballpark or whatever so yeah it's it it barely registers that they're in a minor league park for sure so mm-hmm. uh, except when you see the numbers because the numbers are a little uh, they're, they're 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 a little gaudy at times right but uh, that's just the way it goes right I mean it's not like so like there's there there hasn't been hitters parks in Major League Baseball before. I mean there still are hitters parks. Well, this so. this
1: most recent uh, home run by Nunez here uh, for the Orioles. I think that if this was even like a 400 or 450 yard outfield, this thing would have been gone. It was trucking yeah. high over the the, uh, the 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 back fence there. So.
0: Keep an eye on field. They're the seventh now, aren't They're the 7th now, aren't they? Got to
1: be in the 7th now, right? Uh, They are at the top of the 8th right now. Looks like uh, Jays are going to be swapping pitchers here because there's a uh, finger issue with the current person on the mound so all right and it's a bullpen day
0: for the uh, it's a bullpen day for the jays too because they have three starters that are out in, including one that has gone for the year in trent thornton so yeah
1: and i'd love to have names for you but with the special jackie robinson jerseys they got on tonight they just have the number 42 and no names yeah. so i can't tell yeah. who they're pulling and who they're putting in but that game continues
0: jackie robinson day in major leagues of baseball As, uh, of course, we know that Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier. Every major league team is wearing 42, and it's really cool. So tomorrow the NHL resumes with three games. The NBA resumes with three games. The Raptors will take on the Boston Celtics at 11 a.m. Edmonton time on Sunday. I wish we could talk about CFL football. Tomorrow, the Edmonton Eskimos would play the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, but uh, that's not going to happen, as, uh, unfortunately, we don't have a season. And uh, But we can still talk to a member of the double football team, and uh, one of my favourite people on that squad is uh, on their offensive line. He's the left guard, Jacob Ruby. Jacob, welcome back to Inside Sports. How you doing, sir? I'm pretty good. How are you guys? I'm doing great. Uh, well, I mean it's the harsh reality right and i don't know how you you felt about it going towards the official announcement last uh i guess it was last monday i suppose that the yes. league would not play this year but uh i guess was it a real big shock to you i mean it was just
2: it, it became more and more inevitable it just um you kind of wanted an answer either way but no that that day that, that they did officially cancel of it it canceled it didn't uh it didn't take any of the sting away and or any of the the suck away, as I've said before. But um, <laughs> it was, it, it sucks. Um, but, I mean, like you said earlier, it's 2020, so you got to kind of deal with things as they come at you. That's another yeah. hurdle that, uh, that we're working with here.
0: Tell me about dealing with the lead-up. And I know, I mean, uh, the most important thing to me through the whole process was it just took so darn long for the league to, actually begin a dialogue a really meaningful dialogue yeah. with the players and then once that happened then okay the two sides actually got to work and got to work really well and almost came to an agreement on a on a cba for a shortened season and i know your teammate ryan king is on the executive board of the pa so he was working really hard but yeah. how did you deal with uh, you know because it, it sure sounded like the friday before the season was canceled so two weeks ago today that Hey, it, it almost seemed like the door was open for a season. Yeah, that's what everything looked like. I
2: mean, it's for most of the most of the things you know we found out on Twitter, or just the same way that mo- that everyone else did as far as communication went, which was probably one of the most disappointing things about the whole process. But um, it did the things you know you hear things, you see things that look positive, and then turns around the weekend we're like, oh, we might play football, and then Monday rolls around and. And uh, and and the season's canceled, so it was just it, it was a you know you can there's been people that have, you know pointed fingers and and said things about how they would have handled it, but the thing is no one's ever been in this situation before, so it's it's uh, a little bit tricky, and um, I think the only thing to you know if you want to blame somebody about why we're not playing football, uh, COVID would be a, a big factor in yeah. that. So um, I don't know. It, it was disappointing. Honestly, we, we were football players, so we want to play football. But um, the the process and how long it dragged out, and the lack of communication, and really just we didn't have a clue what was going on, and just kind of reading Twitter, um, that was that was a disappointing part. And you're kind of you know just hanging on to your seat, wondering if you're gonna be playing or when you're gonna be playing or what the season's gonna look like, but. It's good to finally get an answer and know that we're not playing football and that we can kind of direct our attention to other things that we got to do and then uh, plan for a quite an extended offseason.
0: Yeah. And how, how do you handle that right now? I mean, and we're going to talk about the fact that uh, you have your own business now. We'll, we'll touch, the, touch on that here in a moment. But, I mean we hope there's a 2021 i mean i'm i'm gonna say right now i don't know how it's gonna look but i i think we're gonna have a 2021 i i can only be optimist right now because i can't imagine not going through another another year without cfl football so i'm gonna say we're gonna have a season next year but from now until i guess your normal time period because most everyone takes uh, i think the rest of the year off after playoffs and gray cup and then you start to get going in the new year what do you do now as far as a a training regiment goes yeah so we're i mean basically we're
2: if we're going to go along the same lines as as when our, our season starts we're about eight months out from from training camp and uh Normally, you get to deal with, depending on, you know, if you go deep into the playoffs, you get five, five six months of, of offseason. And, you know, you want to take some time off of that and let your body heal and then you get back into things. But um, what was tricky about the COVID deal was that, you know, gyms, for the most part, were shut down for a, a large mm-hmm. chunk of that. And uh, so you had to find other ways. and um, because you wanted to stay ready thinking that we were going to play football. So um, right now it basically just turns into like the season just ended and we go into uh, a little bit of an extended offseason. You've got uh, eight months versus six, five or six. So there's some things that you can uh, – you obviously want to take some time off. I, I know I'm, I, I've already – I've got my training stuff that uh, when the news came out, decided i was going to take a week or two off and then go back back at it and um you you've got an off-season plan that's developed to get you going for for the report date in may right now and we were operating on that same schedule so you're kind of winging it a little bit but now Mm -hmm. you know we've been told as far as start dates is to plan like uh, a normal season as far as 2021 now I'm, i'm i'm sure some of those things are going to change and it's going to look a little different but for the most part we're starting our off-season program right now and um just getting ready and i'm i'm confident like you that we'll play in 2021 and it might look a little different but um i know most of the players if not all the players are preparing like we're gonna go along with a fairly normal season next year
0: yeah Jacob Ruby joining us uh, double E football team offensive lineman here on 630 Chet Inside Sports you know, maybe another factor uh, or another feeling of the uh, of the cancellation of the season and you know disappointment is definitely you know you've mentioned that it several times I think there's a bit of relief too that maybe will set in but you got to kind of move on at some point and you have and on your uh, Twitter account this week you said when you're unemployed employ yourself so what are you doing That's right. <laughs> that's right uh i've uh i've been, i've i've had this i've done i've done some stuff in this
2: kind of capacity before and it started when i um um we we bought our first house we bought a, du- a duplex so we had it was an up and down duplex, is that we call them so we had one unit and we had tenants in the other unit and you know that just made sense for us to do since i was in montreal at the time and me and my wife did not want to live in montreal so we bought a house in ontario and uh where, which is where i'm from originally mm-hmm. and uh came back there in the off season and um the place needed some renovation so I, I i did that and maintained the property and i've always had a little bit of a background in landscaping and and i've worked you know various jobs over my life but uh, uh being a uh a farm kid um there's never really a job that you can't do or you haven't had to do so just took that experience and um really with the unknown this spring um kind of put all my energy towards my property management company and uh you know just kind of blew that up a little bit as much as i could and normally in the spring i would do some some jobs and stuff to keep busy and Mm -hmm. and uh even in I my my uh, rental property that I have to take care of and, you know, you do your sprinkling or whatever. And it kind of just grew from there because I've got buddies that have rentals and people that needed stuff done. So just by word of mouth and, and knowing that I was going to be around this spring, it, uh, it kind of took care of itself really. And i uh, been trying to stay busy and, and keep doing that.
0: So how much help do you have? Is, are, are you a staff of one? Is it you and your wife? Do you have a couple other people? Uh, what does it look like?
2: yeah, so it's, um, I, I'm lucky to have uh, two younger brothers. So if I need some awesome. something from them as far as labor goes, they're usually they're usually hesitant, but I can usually uh, coax them into coming and then uh, I've also got two um, Nick and Noah Hallett, uh, Nick played in uh, Winnipeg last year, and Noah right. was just drafted to Winnipeg. So those guys uh, I've been training with them this off season, and um, if I've got uh, if I've got a job that requires some extra hands,
0: um, they'll, they're, they're the guys I call as well. Very good. That, that's good to know because you know I was I was a little concerned there that you're just doing all this by yourself and like do you ever sleep? But that's good. You got a bit of a staff right. there, and uh, yeah. that that's awesome. Yeah. Jacob that's Ruby cool. joining us from the uh, Double E football team here on 6:30 uh, Chet Inside Sports. Uh, Jacob, I, I just, just want to ask you this question because it, it came up on our text line in the first hour, and I just wanted to. You know, this is my first chance to ask you. Uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to ask you about the name, but uh, but it, it came up, so I'm I'm going to ask you. Is uh, basically the text you was saying, were you upset by it? What was the reaction of the team retiring Eskimos? And now, you know, I would imagine by the new year, we're going to probably have a new name for the for the for the, for the uh, Edmonton football team. But uh, how it all shook down? Uh, what what'd you think? Yeah, I, I mean, it was it, this year's
2: been a little bit unpredictable, and I think. A lot of people have, um, you know, if if something needs to be, if if a point needs to be raised, I think people have been able to speak up and and do that. And um, this isn't the first time that the name has been a topic of conversation. So um, when that started to, to gain a little bit of momentum here, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a shock that we decided to go in that direction. And I think, I think if there, you know, if that is a point, if a team's name is a point of um, controversy um, that it's not necessarily um, a bad thing to, to move on from. And I know, you know, I've been in this would have been my fourth year in Edmonton, and uh, I am, I'm already aware of the rich history that football in Edmonton has and that and that our team has. So um, it's, it is sad to see it go, but um, all that stuff, all the history, all the names that are retired, all the jerseys, all the grey cups—that stuff sticks around. And um, the, the people that you know, you got to play with, and uh, and all that stuff sticks around. So we're going to be fine, I think. You know, for the most part, I think a lot of our fans are going to support us. No, you know, we're the team in Edmonton. I don't, I don't think the the name after that. You know, I think for some it might be. Um, more controversial that we changed it, but um, right. I think for the most part, we're going to have Edmonton support, so um, you know, it wasn't a shock. I wasn't shocked that that, that we did do that, and um, you know, I try to always see the positives and things, and I think it's a pretty cool opportunity to, um, you know, it's not most sports, pro sports franchises have been around a long time, and they just had the same name, so it's kind of a unique opportunity to be able to um be a part of a team that's going to rename
0: themselves um with as much of a tradition and history that edmonton does have yeah no question about it well said jacob hey it was nice to catch up with you glad you're doing well you and your family and um congrats on the uh, property management company there in uh, london ontario and uh yeah um i hope uh, we will talk again very soon i'm sure we will and uh no doubt. Yeah. Hopefully, as we we get longer in the process, the picture becomes more clearer about 2021 for sure. Because right now, it's kind of like I don't know, but I think we're just going to stay positive and say we'll have a season in 2021 for sure. I think you're right. I think you're right. I hope
2: uh I'm pretty positive about it, and, and I know I, things will look different. But uh for the most part, I think um the guys that are involved are pretty confident we'll we'll be back in Edmonton playing
0: football here shortly. You betcha. Take care, Jacob. Talk to you soon, okay? All right. Thanks a lot. Take care. That's Jacob Ruby from your double-E football team on that offensive line. You're starting left guard, and uh, keep the optimism going here. We hope for a 2021 CFL season, and I think that's... It's what we're going to have back in a moment. thought that we would see all Major League Baseball games played today, but the Houston Astros and the Oakland A's had a moment of silence. And then they walked off the field. So that game has been postponed. So that's uh, 11 games in the last three days that have been postponed as teams uh, basically boycott games to uh, show their displeasure for the racial and social injustice. The Jays and the Orioles are playing. Everyone else is playing. Everyone else is playing. And uh, Jays and Orioles going to the uh, ninth inning of play. They are tied at three at Salem Field in Buffalo. After the news break with Thomas Dias from the 630 Chet 24 Hour News Center, uh, you might remember Quinton and Sam Eberts. Well, they won a big 50 50 draw at an Eskimo game in 2017. And they have been nothing but great community supporters since and helping people with the pay it forward with football. So we'll explain, we'll, int- we'll reintroduce you to Quinton. We'll talk about pay it forward and the an extension of that because, of course, there are no games to go watch this year in 2020 at, on the brick field at Commonwealth Stadium. That and more in the final half hour of Inside Sports. on 630 chat inside sports Dave Campbell in for Reed Wilkins who will be back on Monday NHL dark tonight back tomorrow with three games including the Vegas Golden Knights and the Vancouver Canucks here in Edmonton at 745 game three of that series tied at one then those two teams will meet again here in Edmonton uh, on Sunday night at 830 as I mentioned their schedule is now very compressed and like everyone else's uh, didn't get to see everyone else's schedule, but it definitely looks very similar or close to what the Canucks and Knights are going to have to go through. If it goes the distance, it'll be five games in seven days. That's, uh, that's a lot of games. The NBA remaining dark. They're back tomorrow with three playoff games, and the team that uh, started all the uh, boycotts over the uh, Jacob Blake shooting And to protest against the racial injustice, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Orlando Magic, they will be the first game tomorrow. And then the Toronto Raptors and the Boston Celtics will uh, have their game one of their second round NBA playoff series at 11 a.m. Edmonton time on Sunday. And bottom of the ninth in Buffalo, the Blue Jays and Orioles are tied at three. We're not giving CFL scores but uh, it was good to talk to Jacob Ruby and uh, always good to talk to this gentleman. Um, and you may remember this name, uh, Quentin Eberts. He and his wife, Samantha, they won a big 50 50 jackpot back on July 14, 2017. And uh, uh, these are just two of the best people you could ever talk to. And uh, happy to have Quentin on the show tonight. Quentin, how you doing? I'm doing well, Dave. How are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing great, and I know there was a big 50-50 draw here that the uh, Oilers Community Foundation uh, drew today. Uh, I know your your prize wasn't as big, but uh, July 17th, uh, or July 14th, 2017. Tell me about that, that night. Well, it was uh, yeah, certainly a crazy
3: night, uh, to say the least. Um, you know, to be honest with you, the, the game itself was just the regular game. Uh, Sam and I went to. Um, the ritual that we do every, uh, every home game was, was the same and not changed. So uh, we stood in line like we always do and grabbed our $20 of tickets for the 50-50 draw and, and went and watched the game. Uh, luckily, it was a victory. I remember that uh, clearly as well, but um, just with all the chaos and everything that was going on with all the ticket sales, uh, they weren't able to announce the winner until the following morning, and uh, which is uh, right. where where we found out the next morning that uh, we were the lucky uh, lucky uh, winners.
0: Now, when you bought the ticket, do you do what I normally do, and what I think most everyone else what the reaction would be, or what the feeling would be? I'm not going to win anything. Why did I buy that for?
3: Uh, Some of that, yeah, and to be honest with you, it's uh, and and even now, whenever we buy a ticket, uh, we really feel strongly about the cause of the other 50%, Um, so uh, keeping amateur football uh, healthy and and, uh, well-funded in Alberta is really, really important to us, so um, we just think of it as a contribution uh, in that regard, so uh, yes, you're right, we we certainly didn't think uh, that we
0: would ever win, but uh, we're grateful that we did. And you talk about, obviously, it goes towards minor football, the U of A, the, uh, the Huskies, the Wildcats, the uh, high school football, uh, all sorts of minor football supported uh, through the 50-50 program, which makes, you know, even more a 2020 season not being played uh, hurt even more. But uh, what can we do? But, you know, the one thing I love about you and Sam, what you have done with uh, you know, ever since then. And I just, I mean, it just speaks to the character of you two is uh, you last year, or I guess what about a year and a half ago or before the 2019 season, I would say, right. Is uh, you came up with pay it forward with football uh, in a way to kind of give back and, and to help people uh who would want to go to a, want to go to an Edmonton football game, but maybe explain the program a little bit further. Yeah, no, absolutely. So it's, you know, we talk about it all the time at home.
3: Sam and I really feel truly blessed and grateful for uh, everything that we've received through football and through uh, the Edmonton football team. For myself personally, I, you know, I can, if I close my eyes, I can sort of look back to being an eight-year-old boy and, and staying in Commonwealth Stadium and, and, you know, waiting for the final seconds of the game to run out to, so I can jump on the field and, you know, try and track down Tracy Ham or, or Gizmo Williams and get a, get an autograph or get a wristband or something like that. And so, That's sort of where um the foundation for my love of football began um you know you fast forward to my adult life and and getting to know sam and and you know started going on dates to to uh and football games and and uh -hmm. you know we got engaged in 2011 at commonwealth stadium um with the help of fred stamps which was a truly remarkable day in my life that's right yes (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty crazy, and then, uh, you know, fast forward to 2014, we announced the, that our son Tennyson was on the way, um, training camp of 2018, we were sitting in section Y, uh, watching at uh, practice, and we decided that'd be a good time to announce that our daughter Riley was on the way, and uh, then, of course, in 2017, winning the, the, the 50-50, so... There's, there's been sort of a, a pretty good story that has been written for us and and uh you know after we spent some time talking about it and and uh you know agreeing how truly blessed we were we have been uh we decided it was time to start giving back so that's sort of how the, the concept of, of pay for football was born for us
0: all right and it worked um it, correct me if i'm wrong you had to nominate someone to basically go to a football game right and uh now you're kind of extending it now because we unfortunately don't have home games um and hopefully we have home games next year but uh this is a little wordy but i'm gonna i'm gonna say what it is it's paid it forward with football grocery gift card giveaway so explain that's, that yeah no absolutely that's exactly you've got every word right so that's that was great uh so
3: no we wanted to um you know, we were just as upset as anybody else when we heard about the cancellation of the 2020 CFL season. Um, you know, we felt strongly that, um, you know, things aren't great right now for a lot of people. Um, a lot of people are struggling um, mentally, physically, financially. And uh, we wanted to, to stay active in terms of giving back. And, uh, you know, the idea that came to the forefront right away was, you know, a lot of times when people are struggling, uh, financially, One of the first things that sort of falls off the table is, is food. Uh, a lot of people sort of will go without and, or sort of yeah. go with the bare minimum. So um, we came up with the idea to uh, to buy some, some grocery gift cards. And we're doing it on the exact same premises as the football season was, where we're actually asking people to to take some time to think about somebody else, right? And, uh, right. you know, try and, and think of somebody else that, you know, for whatever reason might, uh, might need some help and might need, uh, might need uh, uh, some, some kindness and, and some, some positivity sent their way for, for whatever reason, right? So, um, yeah. yeah, so that's sort of where we are with it this year, and we're looking forward to seeing where it goes.
0: What can people do to uh, nominate someone for, for this?
3: So what we, we're asking people to do is to like our uh, Facebook page. So it's uh, just pay forward with football on Facebook. Uh, give us a like mm-hmm. and then send us a direct message. And it doesn't have to be anything too elaborate. And it doesn't have to be a crazy story either. It could be, um, you know, maybe your, your neighbor cuts your lawn for you or, uh, you know, he takes, your, uh, takes your son to school or something like anything like that. There's uh, uh, whatever you feel um is is appropriate and uh this is this initiative is just about spreading kindness and um taking the taking the time to think about others and uh and give back that way so uh yeah let so just go on our facebook page send us a direct message and we will go through them and and pick some recipients
0: awesome initiative uh quinton uh you and sam have done a great job with uh with paid for with football and, and i'm happy you found a way to to keep that legacy going and to keep uh you know the 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 people in need in mind and this is great so uh thank you so much for coming on the show and and talking about this and i know we'll keep in touch so uh, you and sam and the family take care okay thanks dave we appreciate your time and uh, thank you for all your support as well we really appreciate it It means a lot to us you betcha absolutely quentin ebert's joining us from uh, pay it forward with football yeah he and uh, his wife sam with uh i forgot that they were engaged uh, in the 2011 season. Yeah, I remember Freddie Stamps. uh, I do remember that now helping him. It's funny how things just slip your mind at times. But uh, yeah, uh, just an amazing couple. And on July 14th, 2017, they won the the big jackpot. I think it was a carryover, if I'm correct. Uh, Over $430,000, might have been over $435,000 actually. So uh, two of the most humble people you could ever meet. Um, And the fact they want to give back to the community is uh, is tremendous with uh, Pay It Forward with football. and the concept was, you go to their Facebook page, you nominate someone who would like to go to a uh, Edmonton football game, and uh, for someone who can't, you know, necessarily go, can't afford to go, and they had a Grey Cup package as well with the Grey Cup game in Calgary, and they're keeping it going with uh, with uh, now Pay It Forward with football grocery gift card giveaway, giving uh, someone a hundred dollar Safeway gift card. So uh, you can nominate someone, uh, you can send, you can find the Facebook page. Uh, Paid for with football. Send them a send them a message. Nominate someone. Uh, there you go. So uh, thank thank you very much for Quentin Eberts. So, they uh, finally the uh, Edmonton Orders Community Foundation uh, drew the number. Finally, after about a three week delay, uh, the uh, total jackpot fourteen point one million. So the winner will take home half. That's about seven, just under seven point one million dollars. So uh, whoever whoever wins that. going to be pretty happy uh kellen what was the uh, 50 50 total um at the uh, baseball game with the Jays and the uh, Baltimore Orioles at Salem Field in Buffalo.
1: Well, uh, first, a quick score update. Top of the 10, free-free tie. Uh, runner in scoring position, though, for the Orioles. Uh, the last I looked, and this is the, the, uh, the weird discrepancy between Ontario 50-50 laws and Alberta 50-50 laws, of course. <laughs> uh, 832 $832. Not $832,832 oh. $832, uh, take home tonight. Uh, if you're watching the Jays 50 50, or sorry, yeah, well, the Jays game and partaking yeah. in the Jays 50 50. Uh, we're almost like we've got 15 minutes left on tonight's show and that stuff and 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 maybe we'll dive in with this with Reed later on down the line and that stuff i know he's got a great story about his buddy jay Onrate winning a 50 50 draw out at a jays game way back in the day uh yeah. in ontario and winning something like maybe i don't know it sounds like it was 60 bucks or something <laughs> like it wasn't a very <laughs> whatsoever uh You know, and that's definitely something to revisit down the line, but, you know, it's interesting, the dichotomy and just the the difference between I guess how 50-50 draws are governed out here compared to out in Ontario, and just I guess, I don't know if people in Ontario are that interested in it. Maybe they're into like you know, the meat draws that are happening at the Legion or something? I, I don't know. Anyway, that's just, <laughs> just an observation. Well, and what
0: make, <laughs> yeah, and what makes the es- or the uh, Edmonton football team 50-50 so great, and Quentin brought it up, is that mm. uh, it's in support of minor football in Edmonton and the university, the the junior teams, minor football, high school football, you know, just, just all throughout the, uh, the minor system here in Alberta and in the Edmonton area. So that's... That's huge, And that's why, it, you know, it really, you know, it's another reason why it stings for not having a season this year. Mm-hmm. But, uh, um, yeah, it's interesting when you go to, because I've seen 50-50s at BMO Field uh, where the Argos play when uh, when the Eskimos are there. And, yeah, the the winning jackpot is like 9,000. And I'm like, it's like halfway through the warm-up and it's 9,000, right? Or it's mm-hmm. even well surpassed that. Like, it's, it's amazing yeah. to watch. The total before the kickoff especially when it's a carryover when it's like oh my gosh we're all we're at like ninety thousand by by kickoff this is crazy so yeah and just uh um,
1: just to give another update here baltimore did just uh, score a run here at the top of the
0: 10th it's four free orioles and for this year and i don't know if it will be for uh years to come but uh you now put a runner on second for extra innings, which uh, I know is not a very popular thing, but uh, Mm, that's right. They don't want it. They don't want teams out there too long. Yeah, I believe this was
1: was the uh, the runner that they placed at the beginning of the inning that just uh, scored in for the Orioles. So
0: there we go. Okay. I read today that uh, in the final week of the season, Major League Baseball is very much considering the teams that are in playoff contention uh, would be kind of quarantined a little bit, I, I, guess extra. So if you're the home team, you wouldn't go back to your, to your residence, you would go to a hotel. So that's interesting. So just trying to protect the players even further. So you don't have any outbreaks, by the way, uh, there were no positive tests uh, this week in major league baseball, which is great. Cause we've had, seems like an outbreak every week for the last four or five weeks. There was a couple of staff members on, uh, on teams that were, uh, that were, uh, tested positive for COVID nineteen, but no players. So that that's good. And you got to think, you know, the CFL is going to watch what Major League Baseball is doing. They're going to watch what NFL is doing. Uh, there's not a plan for bubbles in the NFL. Um, there might be a postseason bubble or two in Major League Baseball. That's not for certain. But you got to think the CFL is watching very closely. And of you know, COVID nineteen is in Canada, but it's not as rampant as it is in the United States. But you still want to be careful. So there's no question this is going to be. Uh, something the CFL is looking at for sure. Final segment of Inside Sports coming up. Allen made racially insensitive comments during the week's two-team stay in Toronto at their hub city. NHL Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly confirmed the investigation, but Daly did not provide any details of the allegations. Uh, George Richards, who used to work for the Miami Herald, uh, now works for FloridaHockey.com and uh, covers the Panthers still. Uh, it stems around when Matt Dumba made his speech before game one of the qualifying round with the Oilers and the Blackhawks and uh, Talon denied the racial allegation. And and then oddly, and this odd comment, I, I didn't even know Matt Dumba was black. Okay. Weird. Very weird. So anyway, we'll see, we'll see what happens there. Uh, Milos Raonic heading through his first ATB tour final. In two years, over two years, he beat number four seed Stefano Paz of Greece in the semis of the Western and Southern Open today in New York. Ranked 30th in the world round, is guaranteed to move into the top 20 next week. U.S. Open is coming up as well with no fans. Big 10 coaches, athletic directors, medical personnel are now working on multiple plans for staging a football season, including one that would have the league kicking off as soon as Thanksgiving weekend. Big Ten announced earlier this month it was postponing its fall season because of concerns about playing during the COVID-19 pandemic. I mean, it's about $4 billion Mm. if uh, college football did not play this year. So some, some leagues are playing. Some have this idea, Kellen, that they can play in the spring, which I go, mm-hmm. no, I don't think you can. Then, that
1: that no. being said, though, even if you open to a stadium of empty fans or cardboard fans, as you will, <laughs> if you want to take after the uh, the baseball model, if you have a opening weekend, if you're the, the Big Ten on Thanksgiving weekend, oh, that's huge. <laughs> that, you can yeah, th- that it is, is that's a marketing dream right there like i mean like yeah. the hype on all of your affiliate uh, networks and that stuff for it is going to be just woo. i think fox well Orms that could be the right. compromise so it's like, right yeah. it's
0: okay can't you can't start in september you, i mean college football should be starting now yeah but it's it's not and i know there's some games that are going on now like there's some exhibition games mm-hmm. and uh things like that but yeah i mean if you can't play in the spring you can't play now maybe you play thanksgiving weekend right because yeah. there are places in the states where you can you can still play football, obviously, and have decent weather. Yeah, and I and think, things like that. So,
1: and I think Fox is uh, involved in some way with the Big Ten, at least with the Big Ten Network in the states. And yeah. I think that that would be, obviously, if they go with that, it would be wall to wall for sure, uh, coverage sure, yeah. leading up to it and everything. But yeah, that would be huge, massive.
0: And wanna bring this up, uh, Jordan Baker, the uh, Edmonton Stingers of the CEBL, won Canadian of the Year, 12.2 points, average uh, 9.4 rebounds, uh, stellar for the Stingers win in uh, St. Catharines in the Summer Series. Uh, Baker also named a League First Team All-Star along with Xavier Moon. We had a a text in from uh, (laughs) Brad and Linda. Thank you very much. Nice compliment of me, uh, guest hosting this week. Don't forget Littlest Hobo and Bob Layton. It's Friday. Oh, I think that's coming. We got Littlest Hobo. Of course, that's our signature, whether I'm here or most of the time, Reed is here. Reid's back on Monday. It's been a fun week. It's been an emotional week. We had to talk about some things that are tough to talk about, but I'm glad we did. Adler is up next. Reed is back on Monday. Have a good weekend. It's Friday.